our purposes. If you really pray and you really talk to God and ask God, he's leading you, guiding you, your purposes will line up. God is not the author of confusion. Your purpose will line up. But we have to make sure that we are being led and guided by God. God has to be the center of our marriages. God has to be in the center. Our eyes have to be on him. Marriage was ordained. Marriage as an order. God, the husband, you, then your children. Your children don't even come before your husband. There's an order. And in order for us to be on track and in order for us to be in the will of God, we have to make sure that we are in step and in line with God according to how he has purposed marriage, how he has purposed us for our husbands, how he has purposed us as, as women, as wives. We have to always, we have to always consult God to make sure, to ensure we are walking according to his plan. And while we're waiting for that plan, we need to be thankful. We need to understand that there is that plan is already laid out. But what are you going to do while you're waiting on that plan to be laid out? While you're waiting for that confirmation, while you're waiting for it to come to pass, what are you doing while you're doing that? In the midst, you should be thankful. Anxiety will rise up. But you have to be, you have to be vigilant and know it's rising up. And then you have to put it in its place. What does it say? It says by prayer. Go to God in prayer. So that he can give you that perfect peace that surpasses all understanding. The world will not understand that peace. Who God, when God gives you peace. The devil is confused. The enemy is confused. Your friends are confused. Some of your family members are confused. What do you mean you didn't you got you got denied unemployment? You have a family of seven and you don't have unemployment. No. What's going on? God. God did it. God's doing it. God's providing literally. At that time, my husband's work. When I say abundance, abundance, abundance. And I know again, this season is about being in the right place at the right time for God. This season has been a reminder for me personally. Everything that I'm going through, everything that my family is going through, it's to get me back where I'm supposed to be. Distractions come up and it lo and you lose your focus. But God, when God wants to get your attention, he'll remove things from your life so he can get your attention. Back in his word is where I was supposed to be. Back in front where I was supposed to be as far as leading and guiding and praying 
becoming who God was intending for me to be through those seven years when I was working for Kaiser and put it to the side. One thing affects another. But when you're focused, when you, re when you remember what God told you, <laughs> all the rest is, is null and void because you can stand boldly, boldly on the word. Ten toes down. Boldly. That's that peace that God will allow you to have to be able to stand boldly on his word. But you have to be in his word to get it. These, these calls aren't happenstance. These calls are, <laughs> we need, I need them. Because it's a constant reminder. The Bible said, meditate on me day and night. You think about that, right? And you say, well, just walking around me. No. I remember used to hearing my grandmother, something would happen. Grandma would be like, Lord, have mercy. Lord, and I used to be like, what's your noise? Lord, have now I understand it. And I'm, Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, Ooh, Lord, have Understanding that everything that happens, sometimes it's God and sometimes it's not. And you have to understand how to put God on it. Rebuking the enemy, not allowing the enemy to weld his head. Not allowing the enemy to bring in anxiety and anxiousness. But putting him in his place. He has a job. And we, when we understand that the enemy has a job to kill, steal, and destroy, then we can understand and recognize when he's there. We can recognize when he's testing you, when he's been allowed to test you. We can recognize when it's us. But you have to be in the word. You have to be steadfast, unmovable, praying, putting God in his place, thanking him, worshiping him, allowing his spirit to lead God and direct you. Overall, these verses encourage individuals to turn to God in prayer with a heart of gratitude instead of allowing anxiety to consume us. Through this act of surrender we tr and trusting in God, we can experience a peace that is beyond human understanding. When we understand that everything points back to God, he will give us, give us a peace that will surpass all understanding. And when you have that peace, nothing can rattle you. When you have that peace, you're able to stand and wail and wait and fight and be in the midst the way God wants you to, not the way we want to, not the way man wants us to, but the way 
God wants us to. Peace, ladies. Peace. Do you want that peace? Do you have that peace? You have to put God on it. And sometimes you even have to pray and praise your way through it. That's exactly what this is. It's praising our way through it. <laughs> I'm continue reminding back to our conference we had in January and thinking about the woman with the issue of blood. She had to press her way. She had to press her way. When we talk about getting down, she had to get down in order to press her way through the crowd to get to Jesus. How low are you willing to go to get to God? Because in order to go low, you have to, one, surrender, and two, you have to get down. You have to get out of your pride and out of yourself in order to go low to get to God. You have to follow your face in order to get to him. How low are you willing to go to get to him? Because sometimes we take, we are take took, we are taken to the bottom. But will you still trust him? Will you still praise him? Will you still worship him when you're at your bottom? Twelve long years she bled. Twelve long years. And then she heard about a man. And she said, if I could just touch. Not him, not a hug, touch the hem of his garment. And she was made whole immediately. That piece there made whole, that piece there, when you get to God and when you go low and when you press your way through, that is how that peace comes over you. Just like that, when he's in his right place. And when, when you have done what you are supposed to do for him, that peace, <laughs> that peace, no one can take that peace, that peace. This is thankful Thursday and I'm so thankful for that peace. In the midst of the thought, of divorce and midst of the thought of separation and the midst of the thought of not liking your husband because we know we go through those seasons where I just don't like him. <laughs> Give him to God. Give him to God. And go to work. Faith without works is dead. Go to work in prayer. Go to work in pressing. Go to work. Don't doubt your marriage because God ordained it. Like I, I like Denise says, but I say it as well. Abuse, physical abuse, 
things of that nature. Do not, I do not stand for that. But again, go to God. God has the power. God has the power to change anything. We don't have the power. This right here, I can say in our culture, this right here, the this, this mouth, we think that we can say to our husband and tell them what to do, how to do. No, this is what gets us in trouble. This is what I've had to learn after 22 years, how to shut and let my daddy fight my battles, even in my marriage. I give my husband to my daddy now. Here, daddy, get him. <laughs> I give him to my father because we can't do it. We can only do it by prayer and supplication and making our request made unto God. Make the request. Ask him what you're, what you're asking him for, what you want, what you need. Ask him. He knows already, but ask. Heal my marriage, God. Heal my husband, God. Give him a chain, a new heart, God. And Lord, I thank you in advance for it. I thank you in advance for strengthening my marriage. Even when it's not strong yet. I thank you in advance for that changed man. Even when he hasn't changed yet. I thank you in advance for the love that he has for me, like Christ has for the church. I'll thank him in advance. Even when it's not seen, but God. Ask God for the peace for you. Because no matter what, it's not about what our husbands do to us. It's not about what anybody else do to us or what happens to us. It's all in how we respond. We're not going to get to the, we're not going to get to heaven. He asks about, well, what did your husband do that day? No, <laughs> you have to answer for the things that you have done. I always tell people, keep your own side of the street clean. Sweep around your own front door. Because that's the only person you can answer for when we see our Lord and Lord, Lord Jesus Christ. When we make it to the other side, like Mr. Smith and Ms. Smith, we have to answer for the things that we've done in this body, for the things we've done in our marriage. That's the forefront. He got to answer for what he does. God, I thank you, Lord, this morning for this call. I thank you for Denise, Father God. Father God, just continue to lead, guide, and direct us. Continue protecting us as we go out into the world, Father God. Father God, give us peace that surpasses all understanding, teaching us, showing us the ways that you will have us to go, Father God. 
Make it clear, make it plain, make it right, Father God. Quiet the anxiety, quiet the anxiousness, quiet the people that have no say, Father God, that shouldn't even be speaking on us, to us, about our marriage, about our husbands, about the choices we make when we make them for you, Father God. Quiet them, Father God. Father God, remove anything that is not of you, anything that is not intended to bring you glory, Father God. Remove it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, just give us the peace. Give us the tools that we need to stand, Father God. Stand in the midst even when we don't feel like standing, Father God. To stand even when it seems rough, Father God. To stand even when our legs begin to buckle, Father God. Father God, give us that peace, Father God. Give us that strength to push our way, to press, to get down, Father God. Allow us the victory, Jesus, over the wiles of the enemy, Father God. Allow us to... Keep our whole armor on, Father God, to be equipped to do the things that you are putting in our in our hearts, that you have placed in our spirits, Father God. Allow us the equip to be equipped to stand to do the things that you have purposed us to do, Father God, in our marriages, on our jobs, in our for our children, Father God. Get, equip us, God. To be the wise, the mothers, Father God, the help meets, Father God, that you created us to be, Father God. Equip us, God. Fashion us after your own heart, Father God. And when it's all said and done, we will not forget to give you glory and not forget to give you honor, Father God, and praise, Father God. Allow that light shining through us, Father God, showing men who you are, Father God. Thank you for allowing us to be your vessels. Thank you for allowing us marriage, Father God. Thank you for allowing the covenant, Father God. Thank you for allowing us from being two and becoming one, Father God. Thank you for allowing us to be on one accord. Thank you for using our marriage, Father God, in this season. Thank you for allowing us to be the example, Father God. All of us wives who wore, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. We magnify your name and we bless your name forever, God. Lord, we just want to be your servant, Father God. We just want to be and do your will, Father God. Not our will, Father God, but let your will be done, Father God. Father God, we just thank you, Lord God. We love you, God. Continue to put your arms and protection around Denise and her husband right now, Jesus. Comfort her, cover her, Father God. Strengthen her, Father God. But also allow her the chance and the knowing she can grieve, God. Father God, we continue to have this strong black woman mentality, Father God, but sometimes we get weak, Father God, and need to lean and depend and fall only on you, God, and allow you to strengthen us, allow you to be that strength, Father God, in the midst. 
Father God, we thank you today, Lord. We love you, God. It's in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And thank you, God. Hallelujah. Takiya, as you were speaking this morning about your current situation, I um, was checking my email and I want to tell you that this was my prophetic word for today. I receive a prophetic word every day. And the prophetic word for today says provision and blessings are here. So be anxious for nothing because it's already here. You're just waiting for the arrival Mm -hmm. of the provision and of the blessing. It's already done. And then let me say this, as you were talking and strengthening me, I went to Zechariah four and six wives and God says that everything that you've been needing. So he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit says the Lord almighty. Everything that you've been trying to get done, you can't do in yourself. So the Lord is saying to Zerubbabel, wise to war, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord Almighty. Every business name we called out last Friday, not by might, nor by power, mm. but by my spirit, says the Lord. Mm-hmm. You don't get to wait and stand still in mm. your own strength. No, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. We cannot do what we've been called to do Mm -hmm. here on earth Mm -hmm. in and of ourselves. Mm -hmm. It is going to take Zechariah 4 and 6. Even as we walk through this place, my family, it won't be by our power, trust me, nor by our own strength. Hmm. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Lord, in and through every situation and circumstance. My heart says hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Lord. I pray that you all have an amazing day. I pray that you remember 
But he said to Zerubbabel, not by power, not, nor, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. We need the spirit of God to live and dwell on the inside of us like never before. For those that um, have not been filled with the gift of speaking in tongues, you need the Spirit of God to dwell on the inside of you. Ask him. Ask him to come and dwell your temple to make his abode in it and then to fill you with the evidence of speaking in tongue. The Bible says they were just all on one accord. Mm -hmm. And he came in like a rushing mighty wind and he filled them. Just be on one accord. And it's not with me. Be on one accord. Vertically. And he'll give you the desires of your heart. If you ask in his name, he'll fill you to the overflow. Yeah. I love y'all. Thank you for me and my family. Thank you for holding our hands up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if we are saved and already have it, we must practice speaking no matter how odd it sounds. Holy Spirit, fill your children with the ability to speak in tongues. Absolutely. I love y'all. Uh, we don't figure tomorrow out because I don't know yet. Um, it might be a, a, a day of a recording, um, depending on how my family pulls me today. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me just say this, it is well in my soul and in the soul of my family. Um, Serena got me. Hallelujah. All right. I love y'all. Have an amazing day. And we'll see you in the morning. Love you, Taki. Bless you. Love you.